Hi, this is Mary, and you're listening to Fixer Up. In fact, you're listening to the very first episode of Fixer Up, so I really appreciate you being here. So this episode is about someone I call MPG. If you recall from the last episode, my Guzmund had just signed me up for Tinder. What's a Guzmund? Guzband? It's Guzband, and it's what I call my gay husband. He's my upstairs neighbor. Okay. So he signed me up for Tinder. I didn't know what was happening. He literally just grabbed my phone and signed me up while I was sitting next to him. And I don't even know what pictures he used. I think he actually took them from my ex's socials (laughs) because there's no pictures of me online that I post. I post pictures of flowers. But... My ex posted pictures of me, so I think he actually took pictures of me from my ex's profiles, which is kind of ironic. But I had no idea what I was doing. He had just signed me up for Tinder. I was swiping right. I was getting matches, and I was like, oh, my gosh, somebody matched. I remember I ran upstairs to my husband's house and said, I matched with somebody. I matched with somebody. What do I do? And he's like, I don't know. I don't have Tinder. It's time for bed. Go to sleep. And then he like shut the door on me. I was kind of left to my own devices. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to have to figure this out. Well, by the next morning, I had already had all these matches. And there was one guy who was gorgeous. Maybe one of the best profile pictures I've ever seen. And maybe still to this day. I remember his profile picture. He was gorgeous. Mm -hmm. I didn't know what to do. I was like, okay, I'm going to match with him and I'm going to see how this goes. So I matched with him right away. He sent me a text message. And one of the first things he said to me was, can I call you miss? And I was like, okay, I don't know what that means. I guess you can call me miss. Maybe because you're younger than me. You know, he was, I think he was about 10 years younger than me. I'd be thinking it's a Southern thing. Yeah. So I, I wasn't sure what it is. So it turns out he wanted to call me miss because he wanted me to be his mistress. Okay. And he wanted to be my puppy. And I wasn't yeah. sure. I wasn't sure what to do at that point. I was just like, huh, can I do this? I don't know. Let's see. Let me think about this. And then I think I I saw you mm-hmm. quickly thereafter. And everyone, just so you are introduced to my friend, this is my friend Sue. Hi. Um, Sue and I are friends and colleagues. And thank you very much for doing the first episode with me. Oh, you are welcome. It's so nice to be at your house to finally like see your house because I've mm-hmm. never been here before. I know. Even though we've known each other for a long time. She lives very far out in the suburbs. <laughs> I had to GPS it here, okay? Like I have to GPS it to the suburbs. Um, but you have a lovely home, and I really dig this basement room. They've got the coolest basement room with all these really cool rock and roll and, like, punk rock stuff. So it totally, like, sings to my little punk rock girl. <laughs> Good. I'm glad you're enjoying it. Yes. You know, I remember I remember that day when we were, we were at a work event, and you, we were flying out and you said yeah I've, I've been matched with this guy and you showed me a picture and he was hot oh my gosh he was so hot and you and then I saw something and you said 
um, you said something on the lines of, um, is I saw something that said that you had the word pup, and I said to you, why do you call him pup? And you said, oh, because he's got puppy dog eyes. And I thought, oh, okay. And then later on, you had a few drinks, and then you told me the exact reason why you called him pup. And that was because he wanted to be your puppy. Yes. That, yeah. And that's when I was like, okay, he's a bit weird. Well, I was just, I just kept thinking, okay, so, I mean, a lot of people on their profiles, they say, you know, they're more dominant than submissive or they want to look for a dominant person or whatever. And I'm, I'm not very dominant. I mean, I think I'm a little bit aggressive or assertive maybe. Assertive. You're definitely uh, assertive. I wouldn't I, say you were aggressive. Yeah. I, I appreciate assert, assertive over aggressive. Yeah. Cause I think aggressive might have a negative connotation. Mm, yeah, definitely. But I'm not afraid to tell you what I think. Uh-huh. So, which I guess is assertive. And I mean, in certain females, people might call it a bitch. <laughs> no, because you're nice assertive. So I don't think so. Oh, so, so it's not the good, C yeah. word, assertive. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't mind that word, really. It gets the point across. <laughs> so I thought, okay, can I can I do this? Can I be this person's mistress? And can I really be what he needs me to be? And can he be this hottie that I've matched with on Tinder? So first time he came over to my house, he asked me, if he could kneel before me and lick my feet. Ugh. So I was just like, huh, okay. I remember thinking, I don't know if I've washed my feet today. Yeah, that's what I would think. Because, I mean, it's, you know, land of COVID. I don't shower every single day. And let's be <laughs> honest, I didn't shower every single day before that. I'm like an every other day person. And unless I'm really sweaty for some reason or whatever. But he wanted to lick my feet. And so he actually, like, knelt in front of me. I remember where we were. I have this little side room off my bedroom. And we were there, and I was packing for this work trip. And he kneels in front of me, and he, like, lifts off my foot, and then he licks it. And it was kind of hot. I've never had anybody lick my feet before. But I was like, I, I could I could kind of get into this. It's an extreme Cinderella moment. Isn't yeah, kind of. <laughs> kind of was. Like, it was it was kind of hot. Like, I was just like, okay, maybe I could do this. Like, I don't know. But he was there to help me pick out my clothes for this work trip. And it wasn't like he was telling me what to wear or what not to wear. But it was more he was just helping me pick out outfits and be like, okay, wear these shoes with that. And I remember I really wanted to pack my superstars with every single outfit, but he's like, it's a work event. You can't pack superstars for every single outfit. And I tried to say, yes, I can. Cause that would make me cool, but he wasn't having it. So yeah. I don't think I actually brought superstars. No, he was smart there. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, but it was fun. And it was nice to have a guy like help you pick out your clothes my ex-husband kind of did that for me, not in like a weird controlling way, but he would always say, wear this because you would look really cute. And I'm more of a hippie chick. Mm -hmm. I'm more of like t-shirt, jeans, sandals. That's it. That's kind of my aesthetic. 
But when it comes to events and everything, I like somebody going, okay, you would look really cute in this. This is what you should wear. And so that's what he was doing for me, which I really appreciated. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, so that was nice. But while we were packing, he wanted to smell my underwear. Oh, I'm glad you were packing because at least they were clean. They were clean. But I turned still out... Still weird. It was still weird. and But I figured, okay, so he wants me to be his mistress. And if I'm seriously considering doing this and he's going to be my puppy... You know, so I, I called him pup for a little while. Like, if he's going to be my pup and I'm going to be his mistress, then letting him smell my underwear probably is, like, right up that alley. Like, you'd, that's probably a thing a mistress would do, You'd right? hope that he just does a thing about fabric softener. <laughs> no, I mean, I love the smell of laundry. I love the smell of, like, when you go past somebody's house and you can smell that they're doing laundry. Mm. I love that smell. It's one of my favorite smells. That is good. I love it because that means they have a dryer, mm-hmm. which to me is a luxury because I've lived in places where you had to air dry your clothes. So when it smells like laundry, to me, that means you're kind of rich. Mm. I know okay. that's, that's a little bit like base level, but I've lived in countries where I had to wash my hand, my clothes by hand. Mm-hmm. So that's really rich and like very luxurious. And I love that smell. Yeah, it is a smell. It yeah. Smell. But it turns out like so he... He was smelling my my underwear, and it turns out for that trip, I didn't even have enough underwear. Like, yeah, see, I can't remember that, but you you said that you were washing some. Yeah, I had to wash some of the underwear by hand because I didn't pack enough for the whole trip. Yeah, and that's not normally a thing that we would do. I think he no. most probably pocketed some of those some of those panties, definitely. Well, he might have because honestly, I. I had enough outfits and I had enough shoes and I, I kind of pack like, okay, I've got this outfit and I've got this and I've got this pair of underwear to go with this and this bra to go with this. I lay it all out mm. like by outfit exactly. on my bed. And then somehow I got there and I was missing like half of my underwear, <laughs> which I thought was really weird because <laughs> what happened to the underwear that I packed mm-hmm. that I thought I packed and then I had to wash my dirty underwear for the rest of the week that I was on the work trip because I didn't have enough underwear. Yeah. He pocketed that, I'm sure. And I wasn't going to, like, free ball it at a work <laughs> <laughs> conference. didn't want to go commando. <laughs> no, because that would be a little weird. <laughs> <laughs> that would be really weird. But it was something that, like, he wanted, he wanted to smell the panties. And I thought, okay, I could do this for this guy. It should be okay. But pretty soon I figured out it was a little bit more than just doing the whole mistress puppy thing. Mm. Like there was more to wrap my head around. And that kind of came out. I was having a conversation with him one night and he was telling me what he was taking, like what drugs he was taking. He told me that he was taking drugs for anxiety and depression and he asked what I was taking and I remember thinking to myself, is is this what people do now? Do they just tell each other what drugs that they're taking? Like, if, is this dating in 2020 whatever? Like, hot, I, I don't know. I'm Gen X. We don't share what drugs we took <laughs> or what drugs we're on. You know, I mean, maybe later we're like, hey, do you want to do this? 
But we're not going to share right out the gate. Like, oh, by the way, I'm on this drug and this mm-hmm. drug. And I don't have a problem with anybody taking any of those. Like, don't get me wrong. I completely support. If you need to take those, take them. Good for you. Please do so under supervision. That's your decision. It's none of my business. But he'd asked me, like, what I was taking. And so he wanted me to share something with him. And the only thing I take is vitamins. And I just take, I've taken vitamins since I was 18 in college because I knew I wasn't getting nutrients. So I took vitamins. And then I take thyroid medicine because, you know, I'm over 40 and I'm a female. So that's pretty normal too. So I don't think he's really looking for those. He's looking for something a little bit more um, with some more oomph. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. And I was just like, well, I don't, I don't really take any of this stuff, you know? Like, okay, but he tells me that he then continues to tell me in the same conversation that the stuff that he takes is so strong that he can't get an erection. And it was that okay. And I was just like, well, I mean, he was a pharmacist, so I assumed he knew what he was doing and what he was taking and he was under doctor care. So that would be okay. But still, you, you're you getting into a new relationship with somebody who's just told you that he can't get an erection. That must have had a little bit of a negative connotation to the conversation. You're thinking, oh, I don't, is this guy going to be able to do it for me? Well, yes. Yeah, I was definitely thinking that. But it's also, I remember telling him that, you know, there's more than one way to, like, enjoy each other's company. It doesn't have to be the traditional sex okay. route, right? True. And he was hot. He was really hot. Yeah. And he looked good on paper. He was smart. He was successful. He was ambitious. Mm-hmm. You know, he was getting another master's degree at the time that we were talking. And he owned percentages of pharmacies. And he was a pharmacist. So he's not a dumb dumb. Mm. You know? So you think, okay, he's not dumb. He's smart. I can, He's I, cute. I can get over all of this. Like you right? can get over it. Yeah. Okay. Like you think, okay, like I can do this. Okay. It, it'll be okay. Then he tells me later on in the same conversation, he tells me that he changes doses, specifically changes doses on his medications in order to hallucinate. So he's playing around with the meds that he's been prescribed by his doctor. That he knows about because of his job as well. So he yes. knows what he's he's doing to mess around with this. He knows the effect it's going to have. Yes, he's a pharmacist. Yeah, that's crazy. So he knows what he's doing, and he's switching around with the levels to put himself into a hallucinogenic state. And I was like, okay, well, why do you put yourself into this hallucinogenic state? Well, it further comes out in the conversation that he puts himself into this state because other personalities come out while he's in this state. So he has other personalities that he hallucinates, hence the name MPG. Okay. All yeah. Right. So that's where the MPG comes in. Like okay. He definitely has multiple personalities. And he tells me that one of the personalities, he's been talking to the personalities about me so they know about me and they know that he's been talking to me and that he's seen me and helped me pack for this work trip. And 
the main personality, who we will call Tony, Tony wants to meet me. And he tells me that Tony wants to meet me. And I'm over here trying to figure out like, okay, can I be this guy's mistress? Can I really be a mistress for what he needs? And I was actually like Googling how to be somebody's mistress. (laughs) And surprisingly enough, it comes up with Google pages about it. I mean, Google can tell you everything, apparently. That's crazy. I know. And and I just, I kind of took it seriously because mm. I wanted to, if this is what he needed, I thought, okay, if this is what he needs, I can, I can try to give this to him. Yeah. And if I need to just date somebody who's hot, he can try to give that to me. So why can't we make this work? Yeah. It's like a new we, thing. Let's try yeah. it out. I see where you're going. Yeah. We can be adults about it mm-hmm. and we can see if we can make it work. And... Then he tells me that there's this other personality that wants to meet with me. And I'm like, wait a second. So I studied psychology in undergrad and I'm fascinated with it. I think it's like utterly fascinating. And you learn about multiple personalities. And I don't think this guy really had multiple personalities because normally you don't, the personalities don't know about each other. Mm-hmm. That's what, that's what we learn at least. Yeah. But I'm fascinated by it. So I'm thinking, okay, do I want to meet with him? So not only do I need to be this guy's mistress, so that's completely out of my norm, but he's also got other personalities and the other personalities want to meet with me, which is also completely out of my norm. So can I actually do this? Mm. So he Could wants, you do this? He wants you to be mistress, dog walker, and <laughs> join in on a group date with... <laughs> His other personalities. Yeah, yeah would this... it be a group date? Would it be like a big play date or what would that even be? It's a little bit crazy. It is yeah. a little bit crazy. I don't know. That was a little, it was really weird. Okay. So I need to take like a, a couple minute break. Do you want to take a break? Yeah, we'll take a break and, and then let's catch up. Okay. We'll be right back. Okay. I'm back. Thank you so much for listening to the first episode of Fixer Up. I hope you come back in two weeks to find out what happens with MPG. If you liked this please hit the thumbs up or subscribe, or please tell your friends. If you'd like to get in touch with me to provide feedback and comments, which I would greatly appreciate because I'm winging this, my socials on Facebook and Instagram are both D. If you'd like to email me, the address is fixerup01 at gmail.com, and my website is currently under construction. Kind of like my life, definitely like my house. I'd like to give a shout out to all of my friends and family who have supported me in getting this first episode published. And of course, thank you so much for listening. I hope to see you back in two weeks. Until then, poop each. Mm-hmm.